Today's program was brought to you by 100 Bogart Street, the brand new co-working space in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Learn more at 100bogart.com. Thank you for listening to Heritage Radio Network. We are a member-supported, nonprofit food radio station. That means that every single thing we do, from broadcasting 35 weekly shows for free to bringing you exclusive content from sold-out food events across the country to offering scholarships to high school students, is only possible thanks to the support of our loyal members. And we want you to join the club. Become a member during our 2017 Summer Drive to get access to sweet swag and pledge your support to the world's only food radio station. Visit heritageradionetwork.org slash donate to become a member now. This is Cynthia Cherish Malloran, Reverend DJ Cherish the Love, and you are listening to Wedding Cake on Heritage Radio Network. Before I forget, let me tell you how to reach out to me and get my attention on social media, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, at DJ Cherish the Love, that is love spelled L-U-V, and hashtag using Wedding Cake, all one word, or Heritage underscore radio. And hashtag Rev Love. Welcome to the 11th episode of the first season of Wedding Cake. Whoa, 11th episode. I know, right, David? That, like, how did that happen? 11 episodes. I feel like it, we just started and I had no idea what I was going to do. Crazy. I keep, uh, I keep expecting it to snow outside. Amazing. And here we are. First season is coming to an end. This is Wedding Cake, a sweet revenge on my own wedding day years ago when I didn't get to have cake because I eloped in Vegas. So that marriage didn't work out, but I still love weddings and I love DJing them and I love writing the ceremonies. I love officiating them. I even love coordinating surprise marriage proposals around New York City. So go to my website, djcherishthelove.com. That's love spelled L-U-V. Reach out to me if you're planning on popping the question. I can coach you and together we can make it epic. And the best part of this show, every week, we get to eat wedding cake on air. And because I'm not bitter and I love love, I decided I should have my cake every week and eat it too. So if you need a DJ for your wedding or want me to officiate and write your ceremony, hit me up and check out our previous episodes because wedding cake is on iTunes and Stitcher. And the next episode is our season finale. I can't believe it. 12 episodes then. So fast they just zipped by and we've given lots of great advice, eaten lots of cake. Uh, next week for the finale, we have special guests and flashbacks from the season. So be sure to tune in on, on iTunes and subscribe. So speaking of DJing, I DJ Cherish the Love. I'm Whole Foods New York City's official DJ. So come hang and eat and listen to my select tunes every first Tuesday of every month. 6 to 8 p.m. Bryant Park, New York City. Uh, August 1st was great. Other DJs came through. Poet Charles Waters, a regular here on my shows, came through. So I'll see you at the next one, September 5th, 6 to 8 p.m., Whole Foods Bryant Park, New York City. 
And August is a big month for this DJ. I start as resident DJ at New York City's coolest, hottest new lounge urban vegan kitchen on August 12th, launching their podcast as well. So this August 11th, I'll be DJing Rockwood Music Hall. Shocking, because it's not a place you often see a DJ. I have special guests in the works. Uh, I kind of even want, I kind of want a hint, but mm, maybe this is going to happen. Rhymes with public shmemmy. <laughs> This might happen. Um, he just told me to call me. Okay, so uh, I'll be spinning classics and unsigned and indie artists, so please send me your tracks, and I'll put it out into the world. Send to DJ Cherish the Love, love spelled L-U-V at gmail.com. Some more info on that. Uh, follow me on Instagram, at DJ Cherish the Love. So you might remember my voice from previous shows on Heritage Radio Network, my previous one called Primary Food. It hasn't gone away. It still very much lives. So search for it on iTunes and Stitcher because there are many, many gems about life and creativity and my healing from cancer. I'll be back on the primary food. But since it is wedding season, I figured we should all have cake and talk about love. So listeners, if you're listening live right now, you can call in. Here's the number, 718 718- Four nine seven two one two eight seven one eight four nine seven two one two eight. This show, Wedding Cake, is produced by Heritage Radio Network, a nonprofit member-supported radio station devoted to all things food. So please help keep Heritage Radio Network alive by becoming a member today. Go to heritageradionetwork.org and click on the beating heart to donate. Do it now, and I'll love you forever. And you can join us for our next happy hour event. HRN is hosting a special edition of Books and Brews, and this time we're calling it Volumes and Vinegars, and it's open to the public. We're celebrating two of our hosts' brand new books, Acid Trip by Mark Michael Harlan Turkel. I love that name, Acid Trip, and Vinegar Revival by Harry Rosenblum. We'll be tasting some of Michael and Harry's favorite recipes and washing them down with Lagunitas beer at the Brooklyn Kitchen on Wednesday, August 9th from 6 to 8 p.m. Learn more and follow the link to RSVP at Eventbrite. Go search for it. Go to facebook.com slash heritage radio network. So again, you can call in live 718-497-2128 to join me and today's guests. We have many people in the studio, right? Hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Today we have sitting to my right. Well, actually, let's start with in front of me because the cake sitting to my right. Well, we'll get to that. We're going to talk a lot about that. But right in front of me is, uh, and we've got someone else sneaking into oh, the yeah. studio right now, all ninja style like. So hey, she's going to grab the microphone right now and uh, put the headphones on. Hey hey. Hey hey hey. Today's guest we have Agunda Okeo. Am I saying that right? Yes, you are. All right, creator of Sisters of Comedy the longest-running black women-centered comedy showcase in New York City. You have a show coming up, right? Yes, we do. We actually have a show coming up uh, next Wednesday that's going to be um, August 9th at Caroline's on Broadway, and it's going to be a really dope show because it's co-sponsored by Black Lives Matter in New York City. Ah, uh, fantastic. Yeah. Is it a free show? Tell us more about that. Unfortunately, not a free show, um, <laughs> but it's going to be a really dope show where we're going to give partial proceeds to the New York City chapter of Black Lives Matter, and um, it's just going to be a dope lineup with really great uh, artists on, including Michelle Buto, who we're both friends with. Yes, yes. Um, and we have some other special guests, which I can't announce right now, but some really, I mean, I'm serious. Y'all going to be really, like, Ooh, hyped. I'm so psyched. <laughs> I'm so psyched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be dope. I uh, was on stage sharing last time or mm-hmm. a couple of shows ago. Mm-hmm. That was really wonderful for the Prince 
Prince yeah, yeah, that was that last was, year. That was last year. That was last year. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Time. <laughs> I don't understand time anymore. I just don't. Thank you for being here. Oh, of course. We also have Kofi Thomas. Hey, 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 hey. hey. Who, Who is today my fake fiance for the uh, episode? She says fake. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm working on it. I mean, I, I just realized is that in the past two or three episodes, I was so swamped. I totally forgot to book my fake fiance. So you're my first fake fiance in a few episodes. <laughs> I need an intern yeah. or nice. something. Nice. I don't know how people do it. So there are many, many moving parts to this show. So, Kofi. You're, yes, you're, love. you're a stand-up. Yes, my beauty. Yes, my yes, queen. Bae, yes, my everything. Darling, What's up? Tell everyone how you fake proposed to me. Surprise me. I don't okay. even know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's lovely, but she has a very bad memory. Um, so, <laughs> funny story, because uh, I love food, and I also love long glances across a room. Okay, so we actually met at a meatball party. Everybody brings their own <laughs> meatballs. Okay, and... You know, I'm going through this Swedish, this caramel covered, and I look across the room, and there's this woman smiling at me, you know, just immediately connection. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I always keep a ring in my pocket for these situations. <laughs> you meet someone off <laughs> If you're ever at a meatball party, make sure, fellas, you bring a ring. You might see that one. <laughs> So we connect ties, and I'm now I got a stalker. I'm like, okay, what meatballs is she going for? What hasn't she had yet? I know she has not had the Italian meatball yet. So I take the ring, I stuff it inside one of them, but then I got to make sure she eats every Italian meatball until she gets. It was a bad plan. And then but, he realized, I don't need meat. She doesn't need meat. And I was like, I need to break this open. But as I did, I got down to one knee. Everybody in the room stopped, <laughs> hushed, got quiet, looked at me like I was crazy. And I said, no. You know what's crazier than meatballs? What's crazier than meatballs? This love. <laughs> oh, Kobe, That's how babe. it started. That's how it started. Yeah. And unfortunately, it only lasts 45 minutes today. But that's how it started. And that was actually Michelle's party or meatball party <laughs> invention. Ah, uh, I love that. Thank you. Of course. Thank you, love. Kofi and Agunda are here to comment on the cake that we're about to have. Oof. So sitting next to me, we're looking at this cake. Kate Snyder, hello. Hey. I am saying your name right. You are, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> She's like, you know. Kate Kate. <laughs> so, yeah, Kate, <laughs> you are currently the pastry chef at Canteen, which is a successful Brooklyn-based catering company. Um, but you're taking another path on your own, aren't you? Yeah, my brother and I, um, he lives in Washington, D.C. We're starting an online bake shop of sorts, hoping that one day it will develop into an actual shop. Yay! And right now you are selling cakes and goodies and sweet things online yeah absolutely tell us where you can find it at honeysbk.com i love it i was reading your site and i saw this blurb here after taking a slightly alternative career path and realizing that she could pay her rent crafting treats from butter sugar and flour yeah awesome <laughs> kate immersed herself in pastry so with a few years of working in the New York food scene, learning bread baking, dessert plating, scone making and se from seasoned chefs, she went on to spearhead the pastry program at Copper Hill, Whoa, a top-rated Long Island restaurant. With experience in both bakeries and fine dining, Kate brings an approach to pastry that combines the two. Um, 
But you're mighty young, aren't you? <laughs> I am mighty young. I'm 22 years old. How did you accomplish all of that? Um, I kind of took the traditional route going to school upstate New York and within a few months realized that it wasn't for me and decided to change it and um, moved to Brooklyn and found a job off a Craigslist ad in a bakery and that's how it started. All good things come from Craigslist. <laughs> oh, I have many friends from Craigslist. Like, actually genuine good friends. Oh, really? <laughs> Not really? hookups. I'm <laughs> real actual friends. And a mentor I met on Craigslist from an ad. Really? No, no, it wasn't an ad like, would you like a mentor? It was like a, an art class. And then we became friends. So Craig, Craigslist can be creepy, but really great also. <laughs> Seriously. So tell us about this wonderful cake that's sitting in front of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been nibbling on it. Agunda, please dive in. Have a, have a slice. What did you make for us today, this wedding cake? So I made a baklava-inspired cake. It's pistachio cake layers with a ricotta filling, and then there's sesame, dates, oh walnuts, God. rose water. Um, it happens to be gluten-free. And you used it with uh, Bob's yes, Red Mill. Bob's Red Mill, our favorite <laughs> gluten-free cake. I love because I'm. I find as I get older, I get more gluten sensitive. I don't know if anyone else feels like that. I feel more tired. Like yeah, I mean, this the whole thing with like gluten too. It's like who needs to eat all that wheat? You know what I mean? Like I don't know. <laughs> you bread, know what bread. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> Have you not spoken Oprah? I know, right, right, right. I love bread. <laughs> yeah, but it does t- it does tire me out, and I just actually like the texture of a gluten free cake. Yeah, I, I do know. as well. Oh, good, good. good. So I thought you were just. That works. Perfect. (laughs) So why did you choose these flavors? Because that is super exotic to me. I love that. Um, My father is Israeli, so those are the flavors we grew up in our household with. Um, I started baking with him. He's kind of the reason I got into this industry, and this is very reminiscent of things that we would make in the kitchen together. Oh, that's lovely. So you have, is it like a family recipe? Do you have family recipes that you... We do have family recipes. We definitely have that classic stack of index cards covered with stains. Um, Basically, no instructions on any of them. So it's really a guessing game. Sometimes they turn out. Sometimes they don't. But they're there. Agunda, Kofi, do you guys bake? I'm so bad. I had a baking thing when I was in high school, actually. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was like therapy or something. (laughs) But I used to make like cakes regularly. Like throughout really? high school, and then like I just stopped. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your yeah. therapy. Like I used to make. Like my family was like, "Hey, you made another cake." I was like, "Yep, made another cake." Oh, nice. What kind of cakes were you making? <laughs> I was, and I'm like mad boring too. I was making a collaborate cake. I was just making. I was like always like I was in search of the perfect pound cake. That was my oh, the bar that's, that I was yeah. going for. In search of the perfect pound cake. I just loved like really good vanilla and Ooh. like you know sometimes you could put in some sort of like um, maybe you'd put in some sort of shards of like uh, I don't know like apple skin or something you know something kind of just to spice it up yeah shards i just think yeah. glass <laughs> me too <laughs> with some shards of, oh know, shavings glass. there you go shavings that sounds like go. where is she there going go. with this that's slightly better yeah yeah <laughs> so pound cake is that something hard to make our cake maker kate um no it's a pretty simple recipe but you definitely have to um execute it well to get that perfect pound cake did you uh, ever, did you get it? Yeah, no, totally. I mean, I just, um, I'm actually also kind of a, have a simple palate to some extent. And I just really, I just loved the experience of baking. Like the, 
the rhythm of it, you know what I mean? Like in terms of just like physically putting all together ingredients and the therapy of it, the smell. You give it to people to eat it. They love it. You know what totally I mean? Totally with yeah. you. Yeah. So like that's I think that's kind of what I was attracted to. But I wasn't as a, you know, kind of astute as you are in terms of like actually putting together really dope recipes and things. I only want the top part of the, the pound cake. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. That's the ends are I, good. Yeah. I don't even care about that. Really? I just want the top. Just, just the top. Just, 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 just. Oh, that's my favorite. So just love bread. <laughs> I just love it. Yeah. So cake making. It's a, it's a really beautiful ritual for obviously many, many people who have come on this show. Do you find it meditative? Do you find it like spiritual? No, it's very relaxing. Absolutely. And um, it's really nice to just have an idea and be able to see the physical result of it. I think that's probably a common theme with anyone who is in this industry. But um, it's definitely therapeutic. As but doesn't it hurt to cut open the cake? I mean, I'm an I'm a sculpty person, you know. Like, so I make something, and then the thought of destroying it after <laughs> is like a little heartbreaking. But what's your view on that? Obviously, you want people to eat it. Yeah, of course. Um, I also think that what the inside of the cake looks like uh, matters just as much as the outside. Uh, yeah, this one has all those pistachios like peeking out and stuff. Yeah, I'm sorry, that was super lovely. That cake uh, or <laughs> that description? Just that, that phrase about just life. Just like, and I believe the outside of somebody, as important oh. as the inside of somebody. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> my fake fiance is so poetic today. <laughs> Inspired by the room. <laughs> have you had any cake disasters, Kate? Um, yeah, I definitely have had cake disasters. The best cake disaster, tell us. How did you re- and how did you recover from it? Well, you know, this one. Um, is less of what happened to the physical cake, but more of how the cake came to be. We had a customer come into our cafe and place an order for a cake. I had only recently gotten a smartphone a few weeks before, so I thought, hey, let me put this in my calendar when the cake needs to be ready. So I put it in. Um, a few weeks later, someone shows up for a cake. I had put it in on the wrong date. Oh, I did no. not have the cake. Oh, no. Um, I tried to play it cool. I said, you know, could you come back in just like two hours and like a mad woman got that cake together. Wow. It was definitely not my best work, but her five-year-old son was very happy with it because it was just chocolate. I see. It's like those those types of things. You don't tell people what's happened. You just smile. No. So if they're out there listening, that's what happened. Someone told me you had dropped some cakes. Oh, yes. I, um... I was doing a catering event, a pretty large catering event, and um, dropped nine cakes on the floor. So that was the other disaster. How do you recover from that? And how do you make nine cakes for like right away <laughs> to cover you just up for that? You just have to keep going. I was definitely pretty rattled. Um, oh, no. But then you just get back to work, right? Like you always have to do at the end. I think that's a theme for all of us creatives. We are creatives in this room. You, you two are yeah. creative on this on the mic. Right, right. You fumble on something, you just keep going, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I choice. consider myself more of a writer, to tell you the truth. Yeah. It's like a lot more how I see myself, even though I'm, I'm good at the talking. But um, <laughs> I consider myself more of a writer. But yeah, the creative life is like all about perseverance. Like Absolutely. that's entirely what it's about. So true. Yeah, it's like the whole game. It's just so poignant. It's yeah. just, it really is just like taking whatever comes at you. Like, oh, that hurt. That yeah. hurt. Yeah. That really hurt. Okay. Now we keep going. Yeah. yeah now we keep yeah. going. Now we keep going. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I I'm going to take a bite out of the cake, but we're going to take a little break and hear from our sponsor, and then we're going to 
listen to a story from a friend in L.A. 100 Bogart Street is finally open and ready for Bushwick. 100 Bogart is a brand new, state-of-the-art co-working space that provides turnkey workspaces, including open layout desks, meeting spaces, and furnished private offices. Members have access to top-notch amenities such as custom furniture, high-speed internet, spacious kitchenettes with coffee and tea, printers, scanners, and much more. Alongside their professional work environment, 100 Bogart also provides exclusive educational programming for any curious entrepreneur. Heritage Radio Network has made their new office home at 100 Bogart and will host many events there in the future. For more information about their co-working space, visit 100bogart.com and become a member to network, create, and educate. Oh my gosh, that's so good. We're eating this cake during the break. Oh my goodness, it's so moist. And you are not um, being cheap with the pistachios. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, so tasty. This is so delicious. So the topic of the day, topics, bridesmaids, mm. Game of Thrones. Mm. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> I, um, I haven't seen much of either Bridesmaids the movie. Have you? No, I've actually um, never seen either Game of Thrones or Bridesmaids. <laughs> this is actually where I tend to get quiet in a conversation. Cue the boo, cue the booze. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but seeing as I'm in a room with three other people, there's really nowhere to hide yeah. with this one. Well, I'm going to admit, I don't actually watch Game of Thrones either too much. What about you two? I am all over both of those. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm yes. stuck on them like white on rice. Yes, like, they're like a part of my identity. It's uh, like sad. Never really? seen it. <laughs> oh, David said he's never uh, seen never it. Never seen it. Whoa. Kofi. Oh, it's both of them. Both oh, of them. Again. Really? Yeah, you yeah. all are deprived culturally. Uh, we are totally deprived. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so crazy. I didn't realize it. I guess I'm just so not, not with it. <laughs> I was in Los Angeles the other week. I got to sit down with funny gal Lisa Gopman, co-owner of Oh My Ribs, a wonderful comedy club and a creative space in the heart of Theater Row in Hollywood, California. And uh, she sat with me and had some great advice for bridesmaids. Uh, so let's listen to this segment. And we're going to eat cake. Uh, and feel free to chime in and laugh as you're listening. I'm with Lisa Gopman. That's me. <laughs> What do you do for a living? Stand-up comedian, run a little theater in Los Angeles called On My Ribs. Well, you love weddings. Yeah, yeah. You love weddings so much, you crashed mine. <laughs> I did. <laughs> that was really fun. My wedding in Vegas. That's probably one of the best memories of that wedding. <laughs> no joke. But you love weddings so much, you have actually been bridesmaid, what, 10 times? <laughs> I think it's, it's either 12 or 13. Okay, that's a lot. Yeah, it's that's insane. a lot. It's insane. So I think you need to by now figure out a way to get paid to do this. I so agree. Someone recently told me that that actually might be a job. That they heard there's someone who does that. I feel like at this point you could totally pay me. I'm a professional. Like it's hard to throw me <laughs> off my game at this point. Well, that means that you have a very unique point of view and <laughs> have been to many weddings. You've seen it all. I have. The good and the bad and the breakdowns. I've seen them all. But breakdowns. I mean, bridesmaid and brides. I mean, there's always meltdowns. You just you, you should just, like, assume there's going to be, because then you're going to be pleasantly surprised if there's not. Like, I mean, I feel like during the wedding process, most bridesmaids will have at least one meltdown, either at the shower or at the bachelorette. You just kind of have to keep track, like, oh, she's, she's good. She already had a breakdown. Or, nope, this... 
this bitch is due. She's going to lose it. Why is there a breakdown? What does a bridesmaid have to break down about? I mean, where do I start? <laughs> it's a lot of responsibility, and it's a lot of just, like, you know, doing everything someone wants okay, to wait, do. Okay, wait, wait, back up. Because okay. I guess you need to educate me on yes. what exactly is the role of a bridesmaid. Okay, great. Now, so, great question. Now, first of all, this really depends on the bride that you're talking to. But as a general rule, you are obviously responsible for being in the wedding. You know, your biggest job is the wedding day. The wedding day, you get the bride ready, you get the bride in her dress, you obviously stand up there with them, but then you also, like, help them pee throughout the night, and you have to make sure they have food, and make sure they have drinks, and make sure, like, everything's cool, and I've been given weird tasks, like, you know, make sure my mom doesn't drink too much. Like, I've been to weddings where, like, I have a specific task of somebody I'm just involved. realizing the term, bride maid is it because like <laughs> you're the maid to the bride 100 percent. yeah okay yeah. okay okay yeah. so you have to do all of that and then i think one of the trickier parts is then depending on your age but for most people you also have to do a bridal party and or bachelorette so the bridesmaid plans all that yeah and you pay for it too i you pay it for is it. Okay. Very See, expensive. I'm to be very a new to this because I've never been a bridesmaid because apparently I don't have best friends. No, so, you are so lucky, there. girl. Hold on to that virginity. You do not trust me, girl. You know, uh, to be in a wedding is like honestly these days like it's really awesome if you walk and only spend a thousand. It's definitely more than a thousand dollars to be in a wedding. Oh wow! Because like just your dress alone is going to be like two fifty three hundred. Okay. Most weddings these days, you have to stay overnight somewhere or transportation if it's out of state. So 12 or 13 times you've been bridesmaid for this many weddings yeah. and worn that many outfits. Yes. Do you keep the outfits? So I have all my dresses still. I have only worn two of them again. <laughs> and one of them, I like really pushed the envelope. I was like, it's Christmas and it's red. And like, I was definitely overdressed, but I'm like, I'm wearing that damn dress again. I like the ones my bridesmaids wore the most. What? I said it. Yeah. I like the ones that I picked out the most. <laughs> what were your bridesmaids dresses? Um, they were, <laughs> they were very colorful cause I got married in Vegas. So half of them had like blue dresses with a pink belt and half of them had purple dresses with a pink belt. Okay. It was very, but like very bright, but like it looked good because it was Vegas. Like you can't just wear something like mute tones or whatever are not going to work. And I've been in weddings for so long that when I first started being in weddings, it was definitely like, oh, this is the color. And yeah. I remember one year the color was celery. And I happened to be in two <laughs> weddings that year. So celery. I had two lovely celery dresses at So home. that's like a, yeah, a light yellowy green. Green, yeah. P.S. Not my best color. And I have two dresses in that shade. Celery. And um, I remember like that was a thing. Like, you get that color. But now, I think, I like a little bit what brides are doing now, which is two things. are either, like, picking color and letting you choose your own style. Or, like, my friend at the wedding that I was just in last weekend, um, she picked, like, five different colors. And, like, you could pick which color, like you looked best in as long as it kind of went I like that so she coordinated with everybody but like so everyone was like happy in their dress you know they, everyone was their personality it wasn't just like mm -hmm. everyone looks the same no one's gonna look the same in a dress anyway so but some people have theme weddings yes so I <laughs> there's always unique things about weddings and like I think I always those are the things I always remember the most like when people have like I have a friend who um you know, it's just things that jump out. You're like, what's going on right now? Like, I was in one wedding. One of my friends had a wedding where we were all sat at, like, themed tables. And, like, you had to wait for the 90210 theme. And that was when you got to go to the buffet. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, so people do stuff like that. But one of the best weddings I thought that was just funny and interesting was uh, two of my friends. They <laughs> were big Game of Thrones fans. And sorry, spoiler alert. If you are listening and you don't want to hear Game of Thrones, spoiler, that's from, like, the third season. Maybe, like, hold your ears for one second. But So there's a very famous Game of Thrones episode, The Red Wedding. And, like, if you watch Game of Thrones, you know it was, like, this big... They lured all these people to this beautiful wedding, and then it was a horrible massacre where basically everyone got killed, including, like, a pregnant lady getting, like, stabbed in the stomach. It was This like, was the theme of their wedding. It was literally, like, as the wedding started... Like, going, ironic or, like, they seriously meant it. Like, they were, like... They just owned it. They're, like... Because, like, he goes by red sometimes, the groom... So they were like, hashtag the red wedding. And um, it was amazing because I'm a big Game of Thrones fan too. So I said to my husband, I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So I started seeing hashtag red wedding. Then like the week of, they were posting on Instagram, like pictures of maid of honor, but like her head on like someone who got killed on the red wedding episode. And I said to my husband, like, are they trying to tell us something? Like I'm getting like a little bit nervous, but I was like, okay, whatever. So then it came to be the day of the wedding. We went to the wedding and the groom was walking down and he walked down to the reigns of Castamere, which in sorry, Game of Thrones nerds, but that's the song that started playing. That's when the massacre started. So I looked at my husband and I go, now we're going to die. I'm like, they tried to tell us this is what was happening. We you have been warned. Idiots. Yeah. We're idiots. ignoring it. We're here. Spoiler alert, we lived. Um, but <laughs> I found out like the next day, and I didn't even know this the night of, but I found out the next day that the groom had given all of the groomsmen for their present, because you buy your bridal party present, that he had bought all of them real axes. And um, what with their mean, names real on axes? It, like real axes that you could like chop down a tree with. So I thought to myself, you guys, I was only like one Jack and Coke away from like a bad bust a move moment on the dance floor because I was dancing like crazy and there were all these props around for like the photo booth. Like, I am so lucky that I didn't grab a real axe and go, yeah, what's up on the dance floor? Like a real metal axe. I feel like I almost died at that wedding. Like I lived, but like I could have, it could have become the red wedding for me for real. I think that um, after hearing that... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now you really want to be in a wedding, right? Now I really don't want to <laughs> a theme wedding because it will become someone's epic story. <laughs> I should say, too, like, and I'm always, like, the, the theme ones and, like, the ones that have something interesting, those are I embrace the most, to be, to be fair, because I should call myself out. I got married at Madame Tussauds Wax Museum in Las Vegas. You got married at the Wax Museum. <laughs> With wax figurines all around us. Oh, my God. And so, like, who am I <laughs> okay, to wait judge a second. A... You and I both got married in Vegas, and I think you win. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Holler. Holler. Well, my favorite thing about that is, like, I can't really make fun of anyone because my favorite thing about that is, you know, weddings are so chaotic. A lot of times you just don't even know everything that happened. And we got our pictures back. There's this amazing picture of me and my husband cutting the cake. And next to us is Wax Wayne Newton. I had no idea he was Wax there. Wax Wayne Newton <laughs> behind you while you're cutting the cake. I didn't even know you can get married in... Yeah. So who was your bridesmaid at the Wax Museum? I mean, I had 12. <laughs> I had 12 bridesmaids. Wait a second. So, okay, educate me again. How many bridesmaids are you supposed to have? I mean, it's really your call. Like, I know some people who don't want the drama, so they don't have bridesmaids. I know some people who, like, just have their sister or, like, their cousin or someone like that. Some people think, like, oh, if you're in their wedding, they should be in your wedding. But, like, I find, too, and I hate to say it, that sometimes these weddings are, like, a very intense, like, glimpse into the bride. And some people's 
Oh. Friendships do not last through a wedding. Ooh, did you have twelve meltdowns? <laughs> um, how many how many bridesmaid meltdowns I did mean, you have? Have you had a meltdown as a bridesmaid? I think I've probably had a meltdown in every single one I've been in. Oh I've had God. some really really now ranging from like oh I get really upset to like screaming fights with the brides to locking myself upstairs in the hotel oh and like God. missing when they throw the bouquet because I'm like I need a minute I need a minute like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that was because that wedding, my worst one, I think, was my poor friend who, because her wedding was so early, we all got up at 4.30 in the morning to start getting ready, and it was like every bridesmaid had their moment, like every bridesmaid lost their shit at some point, it was like, dude, it's because we've been up since 4.30, like we're all, we don't even know what's going on right now. Oh my god, you're just, you're giving me such a glimpse into the professional bridesmaids, like. (laughs) During that wedding, one of my favorites was the bride's sister was crying, like during the ceremony, and like, this was the 4.30. 30 a.m. wedding and I looked at her I was like oh I was like it's so sweet like you love your sister so much and she was like no I just wish I hadn't gotten Payless shoes I wish I'd splurged a little bit my feet hurt so bad (laughs) like that's why she was crying it was so awesome so before you get into your 14th wedding as a as a bridesmaid I think you have to share some bridesmaids do's and don'ts okay I can definitely give you some tips One thing that you need to consider right away that's huge to me, and this might not be huge to everyone, but, like, being an artist in the artistic field, you have to think about the financial part. Like, it is a sincere, legit obligation. Like, once you're in it, you're in it. And I've been in some weddings where I've panicked and been like, oh, my God, like, I'm so stressing about my money. So sometimes you have to think outside of the box. Just because you're in the wedding, think about, like, venues you could have it where you have a hookup or think about, like... You know, for the for the bridal shower, like, do you could you go to Costco and like get your own alcohol, but have it somewhere really nice, but like find somewhere where you can bring your own booze because that would save so much money. Oh, you have to plan the shower. You have to plan the mm-hmm. shower, and the shower can be expensive. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's it sounds expensive. Thing. Yeah, so I, I would say think about things like that. One of my biggest tips that's been great for me is find a seamstress that you love because I've had to get all. 13 of those dresses altered in some way because bridesmaid dresses are notorious for fitting shitty. So you need to like, you need to have someone in this lady. I come back every time she appreciates. I give her business and I recommend people her. So she gives me really good deals. That's a good little tip. In my opinion, I think if you need to have a meltdown, you should just do it because I've been in so many weddings and I've seen, I've been in a couple weddings where like someone in the bridal party has been really upset the whole time and they've just held it inside and then they take a break from the bride or they stop being friends with the bride. And I think for like big picture, just like let a little bit of it out, whatever way you need to. And then like, yeah, if you have to like pause for a minute from the bride, but like, don't like, don't hold it in so much that you're like. There's no turning back. I don't think it's worth it. Oh my that. god, you're telling me friendships have been ruined? I mean, I know I know several, several brides that they don't talk to one of their well, bridesmaids anymore. That's not that's not the outcome you want from your wedding. No. <laughs> oh my no, god. No, it's the ugly side of that everybody. Is awful, awful. Yeah. So epic weddings and epic fails. Yeah. Any any stories come to mind about epic fails that you've witnessed? Oh god. Um epic fails. I mean, getting up at 4.30, God love her. My friend's going to be mad at me for bringing that up so many times. But <laughs> she's so awesome. Her wedding was really beautiful. But we got up at 4.30. Everyone was very grumpy for the whole day. Oh, God. I just thought of a really good one. Sorry. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Okay. This is a really good fail. I saw a lot of these, like, wedding vendor people are insane. We haven't talked about that. But, like, no offense. I'm sure there's some lovely ones on your show. So not all of them. <laughs> but um, I was in a wedding. This is a really funny story. I was in a wedding where my friend... Um, she was, I'm allergic to strawberries randomly, and she, I was her maid of honor, so she 
didn't want me not be able to eat her cake. She had a strawberry, like, cheesecake. And uh, she was like, oh, she felt really bad. And she's super considered awesome. So she got me a little separate, like, plain cheesecake that she had told, like, the you know, the cake lady. She was like, okay, you know, this is for my maid of honor. She's just going to tell you who she is. Have this put aside for her. You know, I want her to be able to have cake at my wedding. She's done so much, da, 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 which was really cute and thoughtful. So I'm at the wedding. It's a really fun wedding. They did the thing where they brought their own booze. People were super boozed up and crazy. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I get to the cake lady, and I was like, oh, hi. Like, I'm Lisa. You know, I think, you know, I was really nice to her. I was like, I think you might have, like, a cake or whatever for me. She cuts my piece of cake, and then she goes, that's it. I'm done. This is the last piece of cake I'm ever cutting. I'm sick of this business. I don't want to be at another wedding for the rest of my life. <laughs> she throws down her cake knife and storms out, like left the wedding. Oh, my. And, like, there were, like, ten people standing there. They're all like, what just happened? What? I was like, I just put the cake lady over the edge. I totally didn't mean to, but she just quit, what, she just quit weddings. It's like, it's all my fault. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that same wedding, oh, God, this is one of my really good friends, and they were so, like, they did so many thoughtful things to try to, like, save on money that were, like, really smart things, and they had so many things backfire, and one of the things was one of the caterers, got a DUI the night before the wedding and was in jail when the wedding started. Oh my so instead God. of having two food trucks, they only had one. The bride got her plate and then it was literally the groom's turn because he went like, he didn't go first. He went like middle of the wedding. So the groom was next and they ran out of food. Oh my God. So like the groom didn't eat. Oh my God. Yeah. Lisa Gottman, comedian, <laughs> Los Angeles. Three tips from your experience. There's always a way to bring the bride back. I've been in several weddings where the bride has had, like, a moment, and sometimes they're, like, warranted, you know, a, like, situation with a family member or something. Like, when you're a bridesmaid, I'm sorry, but your job is not done until the wedding is over. Like, the reception's over. At this particular wedding, I just thought, what's your favorite song? What's your favorite drink? I took her to the bathroom to pee. I came out, handed her a shot, made the DJ player song, totally brought her back. You can do it. That's my number one tip for being... Uh, That's awesome. That's really important, yeah. actually. Yeah. And, like, number two, like, your friend... You know... Oh, this is a good one. You're not going to get along with the other, all the other bridesmaids. You're just not. Like, you're probably not. Remember, these are your friends' friends. They're probably not all your friends. So, you know what? You guys don't have to get along. Just You just have to... You don't, you don't have to be best friends at the end of the day. You just have to be able to work together. And maybe realize... Learn to delegate a little bit. Like, you might realize, oh, this... This bossy bitch. I'm not dealing with her. But I bet she'd be so good at bridal showers. So get her on that train of doing that. And then you can be like, oh, my God, you're so good at planning stuff. And then you don't have to deal with her. That's a, that's a good tip. <laughs> and then I think third, like, end of the day, just remember, like, whether you're married or not, like, weddings are built up so much. My number one thing is if you're a bride, this would be my tip for the bride. This is, I think, the best tip of all, <laughs> in my opinion. Once you're at your wedding... Just let everything go. Things are going to go wrong. Things are going to go wrong. And you know what? As long as you have your ring on your finger and you said, I do, you accomplish everything you came to accomplish. Don't let all the bullshit get to you. Like, don't freak out when, like, for us, we had an Elvis. Our Elvis was, like, a minute late on his queue. Everyone was like, oh, my God, are you freaking out? I'm like, dude, I didn't even notice. I was, like, in the zone. I'm like, it's my wedding. I want to be present as the bride. You should take a minute and you should tell your husband, partner, just take it in, enjoy it. It goes by so fast. Don't let the little stuff get to you the day of because it just doesn't matter. This was awesome. Thanks. Thank you so much. Thank you. When you do 14, 15, 16, and 17, we'll have you back. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> because I'm sure you'll have more tips then. <laughs> thank you.
Oh, my God. <laughs> celery. First of all, celery. <laughs> you guys, have you experienced anything as wild or bizarre as that at weddings you've been at? <laughs> I mean, I've got to just say on uh, behalf of all the men out there, I am sorry. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds awful. I had no idea. There was so much going into uh, all the planning and drama. Uh, I've I've actually emceed three weddings for friends of mine, uh, and I've never had anywhere near those nightmares. Honestly, and I've changed the way I look at weddings. When I was younger, at weddings, it would definitely, you know, go in and look around and go, "All right, okay, which one of these women are here alone?" <laughs> Who's single? Because everybody's dressed up at a wedding and everybody's looking to slow dance at some point. Uh, but now I went to actually my boy Vietnamese uh, had a, just had a wedding, and now that I'm older, I go in there and the same like passion, but it's about food. Uh-huh. Hmm. And I'm like, what are we eating? Where's it at? What time does it start? I'm not playing. He. <laughs> And bless his heart, shout out Kivu, had 12 courses. Oh, whoa. Wow. And uh, I think there was a lot of drama in there that you just didn't know oh, about. I didn't know about. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't care to know about. I'm, I'm, I'm grown now. I don't re- I'm not really into all the inter-drama. My main question, if you even think of inviting me to your wedding, is it open bar? If it's not, don't talk to me. Don't invite me. I wish you and your wife the best. I'm not coming. I'm just not. Red wedding. What did we think of that? <laughs> that was a little much, but but honestly, though, it does make it memorable. Because the first wedding I was at, I was really young, and my older cousin Joe was just a huge sci-fi guy, and his part of the wedding, uh, I didn't even know going into, but even as a like, young man, we all had on black suits, white shirts, black ties. Black sunglasses with a black earpiece. Every man in the wedding. Oh, so really? So it's like, like fifty guys, all just exactly the same. And then did you once, say earpiece? Yeah, like a black little earpiece. Why did everyone need that? Oh, so here we go. So, oh. <laughs> so as soon as the reception, like men in black. What's going on there? Boom! That's why I love you. That's why I love you. I start playing the Men in Black theme song, and every man goes to the dance floor, lines up, and oh. does the entire dance to Men in Black. Oh. So, wow. so it can be a lot of fun to have a, like, a cool theme wedding. Oh, wow. And memorable. I had a great time. That's dope. Yeah, I mean, when I, th- I do actually, I think about food a lot, too, when I think about weddings. Mm. Like, I think about food a lot. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's kind of like the most exciting part. You almost wish it wasn't, like, tacky for you to, like, take food away. You know what I mean? Like, at a wedding, you oh, almost you do bring like, a Tupperware tacky? to the wedding? Do you huh? bring a Tupperware to the wedding? Is that tacky? I don't, but that's don't a great idea. No, I don't. There's so that's so the thing, but I kind of feel like I should figure out, like, a kind of sexy way, like a Gucci, like, like some sort of, like... <laughs> Gucci Tupperware, something where I can be like, oh, this is real slick and nice. Right. And then that way I can actually go ahead and get this, like, you know, I don't know, tiki kind of, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like a Louis Vuitton. Like a Louis Vuitton. You know what I mean? Like a Louis Vuitton Did you just say Louis Vuitton Tupperware? Yes, exactly. So I'm going to kind of class it up so people don't think I'm tacky. You know what I mean? I feel you. I don't want to come with, like, foil. You know what I'm saying? I want to come with something a little sexier. You know what I mean? Like a snap top. Have you been a bridesmaid? Yeah, exactly. Something that matches. 
Have you been a bridesmaid? No, actually, no, I've never been a bridesmaid. Actually, I tell you the truth, I kind of, I prefer to observe weddings. I like to be a guest. Uh-huh. Like, that, that for me, that's fine. I like to observe. I like the love. I like the, all the stuff, but I can't. Like, it's almost every wedding I think I know about. Yeah. There was always some, like, wild stuff going on, like, somewhere. Oh, for sure. And, like, I'm like, I don't. Like, exactly. I can't be a party to that. Also, as a, as, a, as a comedian, too, do you sit back and straight, like, judge the line of bridesmaids going down when you down. <laughs> I can't help it I, like when I look up at the wedding and I see the bridesmaids I start judging immediately and I look at uh, the bride and I go okay every woman after her gets less and less less and less what important in her life <laughs> <laughs> and you get the, you get to like the woman at the end I'm like she's that woman from work who insisted she come <laughs> And like she wants a raise, no. so she had to put her in the wedding. But she's not no, that important. Can't be she, like don't even, that. she don't even know her last name. <laughs> cannot That's, be like I that. Wanna, <laughs> sorry, okay. I do. Like a subconscious have hierarchy. You been, have yeah. you been a bridesmaid ever? I have not. Do you want to um, now after this? I don't think so. so. Not quite. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> for me, uh, I would say a good DJ and comfortable shoes is really all I care right. about. I want everyone to just be having fun. Huge and. You know, personally, what, if I'm at a party, I'm kind of thinking, is everyone else enjoying this? So I feel like the whole bridesmaid thing just kind of takes that away. Oh, yeah. No, no, I'm there to enjoy. Unless I'm there to DJ it or officiate it. I still want to enjoy it, but don't want the drama. I can't believe that you're like a one-stop shop I'm a one-stop shop. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can get uh, engaged with me, then I'll officiate it, and then I'll throw the party. <laughs> Wait, okay. For, for one low price. Okay, <laughs> And I know cake makers, so many of them. <laughs> yum, yum. <laughs> My boo, I gotta ask you: Do you change outfits if you are going from officiating to DJing? No, I don't. Oh, That's a great question. Okay. No, it's sequins all the way. <laughs> no, I don't. But um, I'm. I just go from. It's very funny because I'll be like all you know pious and stuff yeah. <laughs> doing the ceremony right, lighting right, candles right. stuff then I'm like now the party begins and I hit the button yeah. <laughs> and suddenly there's like bass and I love, I love that. that I'm officiating and DJing a wedding at Housing Works on okay. Crosby wow. Street in oh, a couple okay, cool. of um, in about a month and a half Dope. and I was just there like looking at the space and I'm going to be DJing from the second there's a second level yeah, with books yeah. right. I'll be like God looking down and like dance people <laughs> dance now I wonder what that space looks like decorated probably You'll look see? really cool it's yeah. really cool and I'll be yeah. bringing lights there'll be some like laser lights in the bookstore <laughs> okay cool wow. yeah, I love really, housing works too oh it's a wonderful place Yeah, I really super recommend it because I actually didn't know you could have events and stuff in there so yeah, um, as much as I want to keep this going, you know, we do have a time limit and I want to eat this cake. So let's go around and just repeat where do we find your cake and your website? You can find it at honeysbk.com. Um, we have an Instagram and a Facebook that you can find through the site as well. Um, yeah. Yay, Kate Snyder, thank you for the cake. Awesome. Thank you. I just realized, how am I going to bring this home? You brought your like cake server plate. Oh, I know. Cool. Well, um, well, maybe we have like a Louis Vuitton bag. Exactly. I think I want to. Agenda, I think you kind of like made a light bulb go off because my mom is a Tupperware purse person. Ah, oh. uh, there you go. See. And if it See? had some LV pattern on it, you know, you stuck the it whole was, game up. It just make you look like a really fashionable conservationist. You know what I mean? She'd be very like, proud of it. Yeah. She'd be like, I'm, I'm taking. 
making this extra rice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm telling you. I'm going to make this a thing. It's going to become a hit. Oh, we should we should post a picture. We're like, I'll make something and we'll be like, oh, for nineteen ninety nine. Exactly. <laughs> and exactly. shipping in hand. Yeah. Like. And sham wow will be an sham- ad underneath <laughs> as well. Like, and you get a sham wow. <laughs> Where do we see your shows coming up? Uh, so I'm going to be doing a show um, at uh, Caroline's on Broadway next Wednesday, uh, August 9th at 7.30 p.m. It's really dope show, Sisters of Comedy. So it's like the, the longest running black women centered comedy show here in the city. And I've been doing it for a couple of years. And um, we're going to have a really dope lineup. Can I say some of the folks that are going to be on? So um, we, we have a, the MC is going to be Chloe Hilliard. Um, we have Mugga. We have um, uh, uh, Carrie Codette. Uh, Janelle James. Yeah. Michelle Buteau. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I feel like I'm forgetting someone, so I apologize. But there's also going to be a special guest. Who I'm going to be announcing soon, who I but swear everyone's going to be super hyped about. Super All right. Hyped. Yeah. So if you're listening, you need to you need to come to the date again. Yeah, it's going to be next Wednesday, August 9th at Caroline's on Broadway. So you just get ticks at um, www.carolines.com. And if you want to know more about me, my name is Agunda Okeo, and that's just agundaokeo.com. Yay. Kofi Thomas, where are you yeah. coming up? Uh, Kofi Thomas. Uh, you can check me out on IG. Uh, Kofi Comic. My DMs are open. Uh, let's see. Oh, I throw a cool monthly house party comedy show called Auntie's House in Bushwick. Uh, once a month, it's pretty fly. Come on through. Uh, also, I'm outside in the People's Garden in Bushwick. You know what I'm saying? Planting squash. Keeping keep the community healthy. And on Twitter, I'm at D A K O F I. That's the Kofi. Yeah, we're going to end on that word squash. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. This has been Wedding Cake. Come back for the last episode next week. So everybody say love is love. Say love is love. Wedding Cake is produced by Heritage Radio Network, a nonprofit member supported radio station devoted to all things food. Help keep Heritage Radio Network alive by becoming a member today. Go to heritageradionetwork.org and click on the beating heart to donate. Do it now. listening to heritage radio network food radio supported by you for our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events subscribe to our newsletter enter your email at the bottom of our website heritageradionetwork.org connect with us on facebook instagram and twitter at heritage underscore radio heritage radio network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better fairer more delicious place And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. 
Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.